Chapter forty one of Young People's Treasury, Volume six Famous Travels and Adventures by Hamilton Wright Maybe. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Betty B. Finding the Source of the Nile by Sir Samuel Baker. For several days past, our guides had told us that we were very near to the lake, and we were now assured that we should reach it on the morrow. I had noticed a lofty range of mountains at an immense distance west, and I had imagined that the lake lay on the other side of this chain, but I was now informed that those mountains formed the western frontier of the Wutan Zigay, and that the lake was actually within a march of Parkani. I could not believe it possible that we were so near the object of our search. The guide Rabanga now appeared and declared that if we started early on the following morning, we should be able to wash in the lake by noon. That night I hardly slept. For years I had striven to reach the sources of the Nile. In my nightly dreams during that arduous voyage, I had always failed, but after so much hard work and perseverance, the cup was at my very lips, and I was to drink at the mysterious fountain before another sun should set at that great reservoir of nature that ever since creation had baffled all discovery i had hoped and prayed and striven through all kinds of difficulties in sickness starvation and fatigue to reach that hidden source and when it had appeared impossible we had both determined to die upon the road rather than return defeated was it possible that it was so near and that tomorrow we could say the work is accomplished march fourteenth the sun had not risen when i was spurring my ox after the guide who having been promised a double handful of beads on arrival at the lake had caught the enthusiasm of the moment the day broke beautifully clear and having crossed a deep valley between the hills we toiled up the opposite slope i hurried to the summit the glory of our prize burst suddenly upon me there like a sea of quicksilver lay far beneath the grand expanse of water a boundless sea horizon on the south and southwest glittering in the noonday sun and on the west at fifty or sixty miles distance blue mountains rose from the bosom of the lake to a height of about seven thousand feet above its level it is impossible to describe the triumph of that moment here was the reward for all our labor for the years of tenacity with which we had toiled through africa england had won the source of the nile long before i reached this spot i had arranged to give three cheers with all our men in english style in honor of the discovery but now that i looked down upon the great inland sea lying nestled in the very heart of africa and thought how vainly mankind had sought these sources throughout so many ages and reflected that i had been the humble instrument permitted to unravel this portion of the great mystery when so many greater than i had failed i felt too serious to vent my feelings in vain cheers for victory and i sincerely thanked god for having guided and supported us through all dangers to the good end i was about fifteen hundred feet above the lake and i looked down from the steep granite cliff upon those welcome waters upon that vast reservoir which nourished egypt and brought fertility when all was wilderness upon that great source so long hidden from mankind that source of bounty and of blessings to millions of human beings and as one of the greatest objects in nature i determined to honor it with a great name as an imperishable memorial of one loved and mourned by our gracious queen and deplored by every englishman i called this great lake the albert nyanza 
victoria and the albert lakes are the two sources of the nile elsewhere baker describes his meeting with speke and grant who had been on the same search i got the report that two white men had come up from the sea with de bono's party could they be speke and grant off i ran and soon met them in reality hurrah for old england they had come from the victoria nyanza from which the nile springs the mystery of age is solved with my pleasure of meeting them is the one disappointment that i had not met them farther on the road in my search for them however the satisfaction is that my previous arrangements had been such as would have ensured my finding them had they been in a fix my projected route would have brought me vis-a-vis with them as they had come from the lake by the course i had proposed to take all my men perfectly mad with excitement firing salutes as usual with ball cartridge they shot one of my donkeys a melancholy sacrifice as an offering at the completion of this geographical discovery when i first met them they were walking along the bank of the river toward my boats at a distance of about a hundred yards i recognized my old friend speak and with a heart beating with joy i took off my cap and gave a welcome hurrah as i ran toward him for the moment he did not recognize me ten years growth of beard and mustache had worked a change and as i was totally unexpected my sudden appearance in the centre of africa appeared to him incredible i hardly required an introduction to his companion as we felt already acquainted and after the transports of this happy meeting we walked together to my diabia my men surrounding us with smoke and noise by keeping up an unremitting fire of musketry the whole way we were shortly seated on deck under the awning and such rough fare as could be hastily prepared was set before these two ragged careworn specimens of african travel whom i looked upon with feelings of pride as my own countrymen as a good ship arrives in harbour battered and torn by a long and stormy voyage yet sound in her frame and seaworthy to the last so both these gallant travellers arrived at gondokoro speke appeared the more worn of the two he was excessively lean but in reality he was in good tough condition he had walked the whole way from zanzibar never having once ridden during that wearying march grant was in honourable rags his bare knees projecting through the remnants of trousers that were an exhibition of rough industry in taylor's work he was looking tired and feverish but both men had a fire in the eye that showed the spirit that had led them through they wished to leave gondokoro as soon as possible en route for england but delayed their departure until the moon should be in a position for an observation for determining the longitude my boats were fortunately engaged by me for five months thus speak and grant could take charge of them to khartoum End of chapter 41